Hi, this is Al Rettenmeyer, here to talk about hydrogen again. Well, today's song was Under Pressure by Queen and David Bowie. It's one of my favorite songs and by two really great artists. And the reason it's significant is because we're going to talk about hydrogen storage today. And certainly pressure is one of the ways that we can store hydrogen. In fact, it's one of the easiest ways that we can store hydrogen. You know, we know that we can compress hydrogen. That's done all the time. And we know that we can design a tank, which is capable of handling pressure, and that we can compress the hydrogen into the tank and store it in a tank under as pressured gas, pressurized gas. The only issue about that is that we have the issue with hydrogen being such a small light molecule that it's hard to get a lot of energy density by simply compressing the molecules and storing it as a gas. So you end up with, for your volume of your tank, you end up with a, you know, a lower energy density than you would with some other kind of fuel or gas. But it works, and we know it'll work. And, and we can imagine that we can generate our, our renewable electricity. We can use that electricity to electrolyze water. We can capture that hydrogen. We can compress it. We can put it into a, a pressurized vessel, and we can store it. And then we can use it when we're ready. You know, it's not just when the sun shines, and it's not just when the wind blows, but it's when we, well, when we want to use it. So it could be a very vital part of our hydrogen economy, pressurized storage. Um, there's other ways to store hydrogen as well. You can actually liquefy hydrogen. Now it takes a really cold temperature to liquefy hydrogen. So we're talking about nearly outer space type, type temperatures, minus 253 degrees Celsius. And, but the good news is once you liquefy it, well, you have a pretty good energy density there, much better than the compressed gas. So you can get it into a tank, you can have a cryogenic tank, and these are specially designed with lots of insulation to keep that hydrogen cold. And then you can use the hydrogen as you wish out of that tank. And some of these tanks are huge, actually. You know, liquefied natural gas is stored like this, and it's basically the same tanks, only with maybe a little bit for hydrogen because it's so much colder. It's actually quite a bit much colder than liquefied natural gas. Maybe additional insulation and, and things of that nature, some special components. So we know that works. And then the, the third way is chemical. And there's a couple of, there's several ways to store hydrogen chemically. One is as ammonia. So ammonia actually has a pretty good density of hydrogen as a weight percent. As a weight percent, it's actually 17% hydrogen. So NH3, it's, it's, it's a fairly good way to store hydrogen energy. And the only issue with ammonia is it's toxic and it is it's stored under pressure but it's not the 
the super pressure, like for storing hydrogen, it's more like the pressure for storing propane at your propane grill out back. It's, in fact, it's similar, similar pressure and similar, you know, uh, vessel you could store high, uh, ammonia in. So it's very intriguing. The, the tricky part about that is, well, first of all, it is toxic. But second of all, when you want to convert that ammonia back to hydrogen, it takes a specialized catalyst and you have to heat the ammonia to a very high temperature before you pass it over the catalyst. Now it is possible to use ammonia directly in a combustion engine and uh, potentially a gas turbine. Um, so that is that is a possibility, and maybe as we go forward in the, forward in the hydrogen economy, that could be a way to use uh, hydrogen um, that is stored as ammonia. But as as far as why do we want to store hydrogen? You know, why are we talking about storage? Well, number one. We'd like to smooth out the transition between all the energy generation that we get from renewables and when that energy is available for us to use it. So hydrogen serves as a storage mechanism, can serve as a storage mechanism. Because, you know, the sun is up in the middle of the day, the sun goes down, we all get home from work, or I guess we're all home anyway. We want to flip on our TVs, we want to cook dinner, we turn on the lights, and there's no sun. So we need something to carry us from the, the time when the sun is up until we go to bed and wake up the next morning. Same with wind. You know, wind blows when it blows, and so we want to capture it when it blows, because sometimes it's a very calm day, and we can't count on the wind like we like we can um, with fossil fuels, for instance. So this is a way for us to smooth out our renewable energy and use it when we're ready to use it. That's, that's one, of the vital, one of the vital roles that hydrogen plays in this whole renewable energy and hydrogen economy that we're talking about. Now, one of the other things that we can do with hydrogen is it can be generated in a distributed fashion. So you can imagine maybe a fueling station of tomorrow having solar panels, uh, maybe a large solar field, you know, next to it. And then all that solar energy is electrolyzing water, producing hydrogen. And then you're fueling vehicles from that, from that hydrogen. And so that, those fueled vehicles they can be using compressed hydrogen or liquefied hydrogen. So you would have either a compressor or a liquefier or maybe both. Actually, why not? You could have both options available for the truck drivers and the, and the car drivers who pull in and need, need hydrogen for their fuel cell powered vehicles. So that's another interesting piece of the pie that you can have distributed hydrogen generation and on-site uh, on generation and distribution. 
So it's interesting. You know, we're, this is a kind of a new, this is a new thing for us and we're trying to figure it out. We know a lot of the pieces. There's a lot of science. There's a lot of history behind hydrogen production. And, and I think we're going to get there and we will, we will develop things that work and we will develop things that power our hydrogen economy. So with that, I think I'll end this episode for now, and we will see you on the next episode. So this is Al Rettenmeyer. Thanks for listening. Bye.